Hi, this is Susie Quattro. You're listening to Cam Glenn Radio, and here's our new single, Me and Katie Tunstall, Shine a Light. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> So opportunity knocked on my door I chose to let it in I picked my backbone off the floor Cause I had to fight to win And now this movie can begin I'm here on Cam Glen Radio. And that is Susie Quattro, Katie Tunstall, Shine a Light. That's off her brand new album, their brand new album, Face to Face. And that's out in uh, a couple of weeks' time. It's out on the 11th of August. Uh, thank you so much for joining me on your Friday night. Uh, the sun is shining when I come in. I'm not sure it will stick around until I get out. But if it does, hopefully you've got a good Friday behind you and a good Friday night and weekend ahead. Uh, I'll be with you to 8 o'clock. I'm absolutely delighted to be joined 
in the studio tonight, a good friend of mine, Mr. Paul O'Brien. Paul, thank you so much for coming in. Hi, Brian. Thanks for thanks for inviting me on. Paul, I've known Paul for um, a long time. <laughs> uh, he is a singer, songwriter, um, musical musicologist, and all-round good guy. As I say, going to be helping me. He's done all the heavy lifting with uh, the playlist tonight. We're going to talk about uh, some of the tracks he's picked. I'm going to ask him a few searching questions. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. And then Paul, uh, I'm delighted to say, is going to play uh, two or three of his own uh, compositions between now and eight o'clock. So, Paul, uh, you sent me your playlist a couple of weeks ago, and Hi. as I say... You've done all the heavy lifting. Um, we're starting off with the boss, Mr. Bruce Springsteen. What made you pick him at the top of your show? We sure are. Uh, this track is Thunder Road. Um, it's it's my favourite Springsteen track, and to be honest with you, it's, it's very likely my favourite song at all, simply because I think it does everything. It tells a story. Yep. It's got well-drawn characters, uh, really strong narrative, great tune. Uh, it's just... It, Draws you in, uh, absolutely. And it's, it builds up, and I just love the way it ends as well. I mean, it's he, a class track, uh, totally. And he's one of these songwriters that you know. Uh, there's so many of his songs. I'm sure you could have, but you could have a Bruce Springsteen yeah. playlist. And uh, as you say, you know, uh, he's a prolific writer, uh, and a lot of his songs that have you know got really strong stories within the song they have Um, but I think this one's back to about what 1975 yeah sounds about right Uh, it's off the Born to Run album we're going to kick off Paul O'Brien's part of the show tonight this is Bruce Springsteen on Cam Glenn Radio and this is Thunder Road Like a vision she dances across the porch as the radio plays Roy Orbison singing for the lonely Hey, that's me and I want you only Don't turn me home again, I just can't face myself alone again Don't run back inside, darling, you know just what I'm here for so you're scared and you're thinking that maybe we ain't that young anymore. Show a little faith, there's magic in the night. You ain't a beauty, but hey, you're alright. Oh, and that's alright. You can hide your colors and study your paint. 
Yeah, that's fabulous. Bruce Springsteen of the Born to Run album from 1975. That's a Thunder Road. I'm Brian Byrne. It's Camgillian Radio 107.9 FM. Thank you so much for joining me on your Friday night. Hopefully your shoulders are heading south and you're beginning to relax into your weekend, whatever you got planned. I'm joining the studio tonight by my good friend, uh, Mr Paul O'Brien. Paul, thanks as he for joining us. Cam Glenn Radio. It's great to be here, Brian. You were saying off mic there, you seen Bruce Springsteen at Murrayfield? Aye, aye, 30th of May, tremendous gig. He's still got all that vitality at 73 years of age, I don't know how he does it. 73 years of age? I'm lucky if I can last 40 minutes on stage and and I'm a quivering (laughs) wreck. Um, And as I say, he's set, he gives you value for money, I think. Aye, definitely. I think if they didn't pull the plug, he would just keep playing. Aye, I think he would. And I think I I read a thing recently um, about this tour. Um, I think he's known for, um, because he's got so many songs, he can change the set list nearly every night. There's some he has to play, but he really mixes them up. Have you seen him before? No, this was the first time. So the first, like time. first time. Yeah, yeah. Um, hopefully, not the last time. No, no, no. Um, but I've heard that he, he does tend to mix it up. But I think he's more or less stuck to the the, the set list for this tour. And I think some of the the Harden fans have been complaining about that because they like it getting mixed up. That's exactly. Um, that's I read aye. that in the article. They were saying, "Oh, we do, we, we pay for variety," you know. And I, I think I'm thinking three hour show. You know, <laughs> then he play <laughs> the river. Well, Who cares? It was a great set. I mean, you know, as I say, uh, if you if you're in a band and you've got you're a, one or two albums in, your set list kind of writes itself. Aye. See, when you've been doing it since what 1975, uh-huh. um, uh, and as prolifically as he has done with you know the E Street Band or solo, mm-hmm. if he sits down and tries to pick a a set list from, I shudder to think how many songs. And he doesn't do very many bad ones. I've, I've, no, I've probably not no. as many albums as you, but I've got a few, and um, they're really, really good. No matter what, what he decides to dip his toe in terms of genre, Aye. you know, full on in your face rockers, mm-hmm. or he's done the kind of Bob Seger type That's right. um, stuff. But yeah, fantastic. Nebraska, Nebraska was a, a terrific album. Absolutely, Aye. absolutely. Um, so thanks very much to see Paul uh, is going to be with us here uh, until 8 o'clock I've locked all the doors he's going nowhere <laughs> uh, maybe about 10-15 minutes he's going to go through it and play one of his own songs um, but he's yep. picked a, a great set list for me for tonight so I've done hee-haw for this show <laughs> that's, a, that's a radio term for nothing um, good Scottish term absolutely so uh, the next guy I've got to say um, I know who he is but this is the first time uh, John Mellencamp's featured in the show. What's what's your thoughts on that one? Um, the song's called Pink Houses. Uh, this this was kind of similar, in terms of the background, it was kind of similar to uh, the belief at the time, like Born in the USA with Springsteen, they thought it was a pro-America song. Uh-huh. Um, similarly, they thought that with Pink Houses, because there's a refrain in it where he says, only in America. But it's sarcastic. Uh-huh. It's, it's about how bad things uh, are in America with with poverty. Yeah, yeah. And so on, people just settling for their little pink houses and, yeah. and getting by and accepting it. Uh, yes, so sir. they kind of, some folk miss, miss the message, but it's a classic song uh, by Mr. Mellencamp. Brilliant. And what one have you picked? Pink Houses. Brilliant. Thanks, Paul. <laughs> 
John. Tune in to the Cam Glen Express every Friday night, showcasing music from every continent around the world. And beyond. Fridays from 8pm on 107.9 FM. Cam Glen Radio. It's out there. Yeah, that was uh, John Mellencamp, Pink Houses. Uh, yeah, stick around till 8 o'clock and you'll get the wonderful Stephen Payton, 8 till 10. Um, Brian Byrne, this is Cam Glenn Radio, 107.9 FM. We're going to pass you over to my special guest, Paul O'Brien, in Studio 2. He's going to play one of his own tracks. I'll hand you over to Paul. Thanks, Brian. Uh, this this first song is called Incognito. Uh, the background is, this, this is an older guy who's not quite achieved his dreams in life uh, he's not found that kind of paradise um, so he, he kind of spends life almost like a hermit um, writing songs and he's, he's home uh, and kind of getting out when it's dark on his own so he's not having to interact with anybody um, cheery chap uh, the song is called Incognito <laughs> Hands clenched inside your pockets Head and shoulders bowed down Walking through the dark incognito Through the streets of this town Face a hooded shadow with Your thoughts to conceal your fingers fidget in your pocket Is it looking for something to feel? You keep them dark eyes lowered Lest your feelings be revealed Folks don't get to know you Feel you've always someplace else to be your songs reach some folks But for every convert there's an enemy They might catch glimpses of you But there's so much more to see Sometimes a flash of light passes Across your darkened eyes even after all your troubled years You still have the ability to surprise You need this nightly constitutional To escape the confines of your mind You sing your thoughts as therapy Hoping you'll find that elusive peace of mind you wander back from the darkness Into the dark that is your home You pick some thoughts on the guitar strings And recall the seeds you've sown You look outside your window Darkened shadows come to light you think you see that something But maybe it's not your time Your fingers fidget in your pocket 
tracks incognito uh thank you so much for that paul uh as it's friday night uh 19th of july 1965 the beatles released uh their 10th single in the u.s on capitol records their 10th number one and it was this the title track of their second movie play for you tonight in camlin it was the beatles and help Help, I need somebody Help, not just anybody Help, you know I need someone Help, when, when I was younger, so I much younger young. than today I never needed anybody's help in any way And now these days are gone, I've got so self-assured Now I find a change of mind, I've opened up the door Fab Four, uh, the Beatles, uh, it's from 1965, and that is Help. Uh, See, I'm helped tonight in the studio, a very special guest, uh, Paul O'Brien. I've known Paul for hmm, 30 30 years, maybe. Um, So thank you so much for coming into the studio. Pleasure. And thanks for playing one of your own songs. That was absolutely brilliant. Oh, thanks, mate. Appreciate that. Ah, I really loved it, uh, as I say. Um, songwriting, well, when did you get into sort of that dark art? I did dark art. Um, I probably, the first song I ever wrote was probably when I was around about 18, 19. Uh-huh. Life then get in the way, as, as, as you know. Uh-huh. And I never bothered really picking the guitar up much after that. What happened was COVID uh, in 2020 and I dug out the guitar again because I was fine. My office is attached to the back of my house, so 
uh, in my day job, I was spending more time in the office with virtual appointments. Yeah, yeah. So that, that there was a bit more spare time. So I picked up the guitar. I thought, if I'm lucky, I'll write another song. Um, but I've ended up writing between four and 500 songs since then. I've recorded probably about 350. I was going to to ask, because the early 2020 is a bit of a grey area in most people's lives, because things um, ground to a halt, let's put it diplomatically, and I got a message from you around about the March-April time that you were thinking about possibly, maybe, picking up the guitar and and doing a bit. Doing a bit (laughs) is three or four hundred songs, And, and people... Uh, the Beatles used to exaggerate, you know, when they were trying to get signed uh, in the early 60s and said they'd written 100 songs. And they had <laughs> uh-huh. But I know from following you on Facebook, 300 is probably a conservative estimate uh, because yeah. um, what, what's, the, what's the name of your... Uh, the, the, the moniker, I'm under the moniker of Man With His Guitar. Man uh, With His Guitar, Paul O'Brien. And if 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 you think that that we're exaggerating on the number of songs, um, if you scroll back on "Man with, with his, his Guitar,", guitar. you uh, uh, if I'm right or I'm wrong, you are prolific doesn't cover it, and the quality never seems to dip. That's very kind of you, Brian. Uh, because I, I'm lucky. Well, I, I say uh, I, I spoke to you in 2020 about you thinking about doing it, and I remember it. You you, you put out your first songs at the early part, and then well, there's another one, and there's another one, and there's another one. So I kind of assumed that you had a huge backlog of songs. No, no. So <laughs> so how does that? How how do you go about? Do you sit down to write a song, or a song just fall into your head? How, what's the process? The, the process is it it kind of just falls out of the head because I'll, I'll think about a line. It could be the line that could become the title, or it could be halfway through the song. So I'll write that down, uh-huh. and often that then launches into being the, the the full dialogue, or it can be something that I've I've read in the news. Um, if it's uh, you know Black Lives Matter. Or, or if it's the shootings in America, I've written yeah. songs around those. Uh-huh. The war in Ukraine. Yeah, uh, th- those are triggers for for writing down some words. Um, but the the thing is, th- th- there are a lot of songs, Brian. But, but the p- the perception sometimes with with some folk is that I've given up the day job. Yeah. And all I do is write songs. But but uh, rightly or wrongly, I'm able to write them very quickly. I was going to ask you that. Uh, it doesn't take me long, and I, that's not a bragging thing. It's just I'm I'm being factual, no, matter no. of fact, aye. because I want people to know I, I do still work for a living. Aye, aye. So the process is quick for me writing it down. Then I'll get the the melody at the office. Write the melody that tends to come fairly quickly, and then I'll record it. But I only ever do one take anyway. So if there are fluffs and what anybody might hear on there, it's because I'm not trying to make it perfect. Uh-huh. I think something gets lost when you start. Striving for perfection. Oh, absolutely! And that that first recording, it's just and, and if there's a bum note in it, then who's bothering? Yeah, I know, I know. Nobody's going to shoot me. Aye, I absolutely. And, and what I love about it, and, and I'm extraordinarily jealous, as uh, as something that you're extremely good at. It does appear that you enjoy it, and it does appear that. It's a hobby because I do music for a hobby with the band, and it's a real. Oh, you've you've been a performer for a while now. Uh, well, a few band. a few years with Seasoned. the band. Um, 
Yeah, uh, <laughs> I, I don't know if performer is the right, the right word. As I say, most of the bands I've set up, and uh, there is a school of thought that uh, if I hadn't set the bands up, I wouldn't get in them. But uh, uh, that's, for sure that's, not true. that's for another show. I, I, <laughs> I'm being facetious. But my, my, what I was going to say to you, one of my questions was, so, and you've kind of answered it there, because um, sometimes it takes me a long time to write a song from start to finish. Mm-hmm. Um, because probably I'm overthinking it. Probably I can't sing. No, definitely I can't sing. So, do you, do do your lyrics come in the one sitting, or do you go keep them back to them, or how does it work? It's a I would say good, good question, Damon. It's probably about fifty percent of the time. I'd say it's it can be one sitting, uh-huh. but other times, I mean, I've got screeds of notes where it'll be one yeah, yeah. line, two lines. Uh, and I've not quite got there with what the whole story is, and I'll revisit it and go back, and that then becomes that that song. I might not be in the mood for taking it down that road or whatever. See, a lot of I mean, I've been really lucky, you know, to have people like yourself and songwriters on my show, and that is a kind of common thread to it. There is an element of um, you know they can get the tools out and write it in one go. There's, and another time there's screeds of notebooks. I remember having Kevin McDermott on, and he he says oh, yeah. he carries a notebook everywhere he goes. Right. And a word can come into his head, or a line can come into his head, and he just writes it down. And he puts a big star next to it, and when he goes to actually write, he'll look at the notebooks and look for star things that have been starred, and that that's a kind of catalyst. Is is that something uh, you do? I do. I use the iPhone, the notes section uh-huh, of the iPhone. Right, okay. So I can type on there. No matter where you are, you, you've got that and you can get back to it. And the beauty is you can cut and paste all of that, of course, and then uh, you, you've got the start. Song. Right. No, thanks for that, Paul. As I say, Paul O'Brien, he's uh, joined me uh, on my show tonight. He's going to be here for the next uh, hour and 25 minutes. And uh, he's going to play another couple of his songs a wee bit later in the show. Uh, but he's been picking the set list for me throughout the last couple of weeks. And uh, the next up is uh, one of my favourite bands. I have had them as Artist of the Week. And uh, Paul, you picked the Rolling Stones. Yeah. Well, yeah. What, what 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 reason? Any particular backstory yeah. to them? Rolling Stones, I mean, they've been going since uh, the year dot. The year dot, I yeah. I was listening to a 60s playlist today and they come up. You sometimes forget they go as far back as that. Oh, Absolutely, uh, I think probably you think ah, they probably started in the seventies, but no, but no. Um, so I'll be honest with you, I can't remember which bloody song that I picked. <laughs> well, you picked Honky Tonk, Honky Tonk Woman. Woman. That was the one I was sitting. I, to listen I know. To today, as it turns out, but I mean, there's there's a catalogue of their songs. I, I could have picked any any number of songs for, for the Rolling Stones, but they're just a class act. Class act. That you keep revisiting. I, absolutely, they were a, a great band, and uh, Keith Richards and Mick Jagger uh, as songwriters dovetailed amazingly well. Keith Richards Aye. really rocked it out Aye. in terms of his guitar play. He's a songwriter in his own right, obviously. Um, and Mick Jagger with his lyrics. So, uh, And as you, you rightly say, because they've been going for so long, they've evolved through many, many different genres. In the yep. 60s, they were a bit kind of... Um, you know, started off as a blues band, and That's then right. in the 70s it got really funky and disco, and in right. the 80s so they evolved, and uh, and even recently they've been back to um, doing the blues again. But right. this is a cracker. This is an absolute cracker from 1969. Uh, another pick from Paul O'Brien, our special guest tonight. Uh, it's the Rolling Stones on Camblain Radio, and this is Honky Tonk Woman.
Super Tramp Beach Boys to Prince and everything in between Tune in to Sharon McGuinney's Mixed Bag every Tuesday morning from 10am only on Cam Glen Radio Yeah, tune in on a Tuesday morning you'll get Sharon McGuinney uh, 10 till 11 that was Rolling Stones uh, Honky Tonk Woman that was from 1969. I'm Brian Byrne. This is Cam Glen Radio 107.9 FM. Uh, thanks for joining us. I'm joined live in the studio tonight by a good friend of mine, Paul O'Brien. We've been trying to knock this into the diary for a little while. Uh, just a wee bit. So just a wee it's bit. good to finally get you. Finally, yeah. So thank you so much for coming in. Really appreciate it. Uh, you're going to head off into Studio 2 and give us another one of your tracks in uh, a few minutes' time, which is great. Um, I always like to test my guests uh, nothing too testing uh, question about, I know <laughs> um, 
You're, you're out for a night out, table for four, you and three others. I'm going to ask you for three guests um, before the end of the show. Uh, obviously, you would invite me, but you can't. Right, it's going okay. to be three random superstars. You can serve the food. I can serve the food. I can, ha- I can beat the window looking <laughs> in. <laughs> so if you were going out, you're table for four. Okay. Who would be your first guest? Oh, the first one I think has got to be Clint Eastwood. Clint Eastwood, um, my all-time favourite movie actor and, and director. Yeah, uh, loved loved his work since the early seventies. It's been uh, consistently good, eh? Yeah, and he's just got better with age. Uh-huh. Uh In terms of the directing, um, he's he's got better with age, but uh, he's past his best now. But my God, he's got a hell of a th- back catalogue. I think he's what is he eighty? Ninety three. Ninety three. He's ninety three, and he's directing his final film just now. Ninety three. I'll be lucky to make 63, <laughs> but um, fair play to him, still um, working away, but yeah. Oh, he'll be first guest. One of these um, movie actors that, you know, uh, he's done it all, he did this uh, kind of cowboy, oh. and then he did the kind of, uh, was it Dirty Harry oh. type of thing, and there's a, the, what, what was the one, what was the film that he was the kind of cantankerous neighbour? Gran Torino. Oh, no way. I love uh, that film. Uh, I love that oh, film. I thought, I, thought uh, I really felt as if I, I, I should get my lawyers involved that uh, they, they, they based a film on that, <laughs> on me without getting specific permission. Uh, uh, that is me, Copyright. as you know, as you know. I'm saying nothing. I'm uh, saying nothing. So I say Paul has uh, very kindly uh, uh, helped me this week uh, with the playlist, so I didn't have to do anything. But the next guest is possibly one of the greatest songwriters of all time, um, Mr. Bob Dylan. Uh, what, yeah, what's what's yeah. your thoughts and your influence about Dragon um, Dylan? Well, Dylan influences a lot of what I write myself. Brian, he's, he's a superb lyricist. Um, as most people would probably agree, he's, he's not always the best interpreter of his own songs. <laughs> Sometimes. Um, a lot of great covers, but, but I, like, I like what he does. I like his voice. But the, the the song that I've picked tonight is is the classic one, like a Rolling Stone, uh-huh. and I think that sort of that song cemented has changed from just being a folk artist yep. into folk rock, uh-huh. and it, it ruffled a few feathers in the traditional oh. folk realm at the time, as yeah, as, as I recall reading. Uh, there was a lot uh, of booing and walking uh, out of concerts. But strangely enough, he's he's managed to survive all that. Yeah. <laughs> but it's it's a classic song, and it's yeah. a rocker. It is a rocker. Well. I mean, as I say. Uh, I have got a, an unhealthy amount of Bob Dylan albums in the oh. house, and uh, uh, and people can can argue that he isn't the greatest singer in the world. Oh. But I think, um, uh, and if you if you don't mind me saying, Paul, you do this superbly well, using your voice to tell a story within a song, and that yes, that I always say that to people that is more difficult than you can imagine. People people say. I can speak English. I can tell a story and give directions, but see to write it as a set of lyrics with a tune. Aye. It's extraordinarily difficult. There's Aye. not many people can do it and make it sound like they are speaking to you. And Dylan does it. Yeah. And I think a lot of your songs, when I listen to them, I can hear every word, right. and I can make out where you're going with the story. Yeah. As if you're talking to me on the phone. Well, that's, um, that's, a, so, that's a really so, nice compliment. Yeah, no, I, no, I'm, I'm not just saying that because you're on the show. Um, uh, it is one of these things 
that when you start putting a song together, you think, God, I know what I'm trying to say here, but uh, I can't find the words or put them in a fashion that that makes any sense to somebody other than me. Uh-huh. So I'm going to let you get your your yourself yeah. organised, head into Studio 2, Cheers. and I'm going to queue up uh, your next tune, which is the Mr. Bob Dylan uh, of 1965, and this is Like a Rolling Stone.
joining me on your Friday night. Um, as I say, I'm delighted to be joined live in the studio tonight uh, by a good friend of mine, singer-songwriter uh, Paul O'Brien. I'm going to pass you over to him in, in uh, Studio 2, and he's going to take you through one of his tracks. Take, you, oh, take it away, Paul. Thanks, Brian. This this next song, I've, I've, I've always been kind of drawn to the the darker stories that, that, that came from folk like Johnny Cash back in the day. Uh, tales of murder and infidelity, uh, <laughs> just to cheer you up on a Friday night. Um, and th- this is one from that kind of realm. Uh, this song is called Lines Are Drawn. Ain't got my name, I know how we sign, but they'll come looking for me. I ain't out of sight, ain't out of mind, living ain't a good thing for me. Moonlight only adds to shadows that already occupy my mind. No light in here, I've died in here, there ain't no peace of mind. Thicker than water, they say, but blood on blood don't always mix. Lines are drawn, trust is gone. Some things can't be fixed. Wasn't due home at that time. No one expecting me to turn up. Sheets a mess just like a dress No more drinking from a loving cup They both look scared as hell Knowing what a temper I got No meeting eyes, no alibis Like a wounded animal been cut he went down 
like a ton of bricks The air smelled of a smoking gun She collapsed as he breathed his last Now that's my time to run Thicker than water they say But blood on blood don't always mix Lines are drawn, trust is gone Some things can't be fixed Lines are drawn, trust is gone Some things can't be fixed Lines are drawn Lines are drawn Brilliant, that's uh, Paul O'Brien That's one of his own songs Lines are drawn I'm Brian Burns This is Camlin Radio 107.9 FM If you're out and about uh, this weekend uh, tonight down at the bungalow Slim Jim Phantom Trio uh, Legend from Stray Cats I saw them supporting Stiff Little Fingers in March They're great If you get yeah, <laughs> miss the second half of my show And dive down there uh, Get in to see that Tomorrow night uh, Up in the East Kilbride at the Murray I've got the Irish punk band The Defects with uh, Tin Soldiers Stiff Little Fingers tribute band uh, £10 uh, at the garage, a new band, Distillation. I've got an album launch. Get along to that. And on Sunday, down at the bungalow, they've got a fundraiser for the Erskine uh, Veterans Home. It's a punk all dayer. Uh, it's ten pounds. They've got Parliaments of Owls, Four Past Midnight, Red Eyes, uh, Alan Bishop Acoustic, uh, Straw Dogs, Brilliant, and they've got. I thought it was a band called Raffle Break, but that's when they're going to start ra- raising all of the money. And then they've got the Bloyd, Two Sevens, Combat Rock, and Fire Exit. As uh, I say, I can't make that one, but it's on one o'clock to ten. Nine hours of classic music. Great bands. Uh, Combat Rock, amazing. Fire Exit, amazing. Two Sevens, amazing. Three headline bands shutting that show off. Absolutely brilliant. And then uh, 5th of August, date for your diary, uh, the bungalow I've got, a uh, cracking Scottish ska reggae band uh, playing that night, and I think it's free entry, get down and see Yurang Matang, uh, I'm going to play a track off their 2016 album Lighting the Fuse, uh, this is Yurang Matang, and this is Big Bobby's Back. Been a hush in the wood while he'd been away. Word is out, is out, and everybody itching to gather around when he come out to play. Big Bobby's back and the kids are delighted. They can't stop screaming because they're so excited. Big Bobby's back and Mrs. B has a smile. She hasn't seen Bobby in such a long while Such a long
Rang me tang. That's Big Bobby's back. That's off their 2016 album Lighting Fuse. And if you can get down on the 5th of August, you'll see them live at the bungalow in Paisley. And uh, I might go down to that myself. Don't let it put you off, but uh, uh, you rang me tang. They're absolutely brilliant. Love them. Uh, so I'm joining the studio, uh, back in Studio One, by Paul O'Brien. Paul, that was great. Thanks very much. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate that. Um, as I say, uh, how can people, you know, hear you hear your music? Is it on Spotify or is it on Facebook or? It's on. I'm on Facebook and YouTube. YouTube. Um, so they're they're both under the moniker of Man with His Guitar, Paul O'Brien. Yeah. Um, so if, if people are interested, if they look that up, they'll find me on YouTube and and uh, Facebook. Yep, brilliant. And the the recording of the tracks, do you do that all all yourself? I've kind of I've kind of I've kind of learned. Uh, I've, I bought the hardware for it, um, so I can do all that sort of multi-tracking and and harmonies and and I taught myself the harmonica uh, eighteen months ago as well. So I do I do that as well. Is there anything you can't do, Paul? <laughs> and, and much to my, my wife's amusement, I, I purchased a tambourine a couple of days ago. <laughs> I did a bit of that. I, I, I actually uh, did that. That was one of my Friday night eBay uh, purchases after uh, a glass of wine too many. I thought, wouldn't it be great if we had a tambourine that we could throw into the audience and get people up and involved? So uh, a couple of days later, a tambourine arrived and I thought, oh, God, that's right. I, uh, I do remember. But it's great fun, um, and uh, we've got lots of fun with that parties and whatnot. And it does give a kind of, de- from your own perspective, probably in the house, you know, yeah, I, I'm not sure how long uh, your wonderful good lady would uh, tolerate a drum kit. Um, <laughs> no, I, I think that would be a step too far. Too, too far. I mean, 
I, she's isolated from me because I'm recording out my office. The office is Aye. out Aye. the back of the house, although it's attached to it, so yeah. she doesn't have to listen to it, which is... It's amazing the, the hard hardware you get now. Do you know what I mean? In the old days, I'm doing inverted commas here um, on the radio, but, um, you know, you had, to, you had to book studio time, but, you yeah. know, I mean, we're lucky in the, the Duckus Scaband that we've got Paul and Marty who are... That's their business, you know, uh, sound and vision. Uh, and So they know what they're about. They know what they're about, and it's wizardry. That's all I can say. Uh, it's wizardry, and I don't really know it. I had to learn a little bit about piecing a show together um, using Audacity during lockdown. Uh, and I'll tell you, the first few shows were, <laughs> were listenable, but you know, it took me hours and hours and hours. To do a two-hour show, it took me a while. Towards the end of lockdown, I was beginning to get in some kind of rhythm. I mean, oh. um, you know, you see, I mean, do you do sort of multi-tracking various yeah. different parts? Yeah, I do. I mean, some some of the songs it might have six guitars on them. Brilliant. But but it's it can be like subtle little bits as you'll know yourself. Brilliant. You know, add, adding on just sort of little, little notes here, here yeah. and there. Um, but I like to be able to do that and mix up the electric guitar with the acoustic on the, the tracks so, as well. I mean, from a, we, we talked about songwriting a little bit earlier in the show um, and we talked about we've we played Dylan is there any other influence you, you feel that that, that you, you, you you gather from in terms of your songwriting uh, John Mellencamp is, is Springsteen usually uh, you know particularly from the Nebraska the he's, he's, he's bleaker side uh -huh. probably for me uh, some of my songs can be quite serious in tone but I have lined that up of late uh -huh. uh, because you need dark and shade. Life's dark and shade. Isn't it totally it? is. I mean, so if you it's can't all just have all light. Yeah, I mean, that's uh, for sure. Um, but Mellencamp, yeah, Mellencamp. I, I like Mellencamp's attitude, but he's in a, a privileged position where he can he can now have the attitude that he'll write songs that he wants to write, and if people like them, good. If they don't, tough. I absolutely. But I, I mean, it's my hobby. I can get away with it. I know. I'm totally. <laughs> and, I mean, it's getting the balance. You know. Uh, you know. Because I, I know I've seen like, interviews with like people like Paul McCartney, right. and they, they they do ask him. You know, is there somebody who comes to you and say, no, 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 no. That's 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 not that's not good enough. Uh. And, he says there is certain people that will that will you know come into the room and tell him um, that you know possibly yeah. not quite as good as Band on the Run or maybe right. I'm amazed or Let It Be right. or whatever, but not too many. And I remember when he was talking about doing an album, he, he, and he was approaching um, George Martin, the wonderful George Martin, oh, to right. to work on it, and he he said, well. Uh, have you got any songs I can listen to? And it was a bit kind of like <laughs> taking them back to 1963 or four, right, you know, right. like the the, the white-coated masters, you know, <laughs> I'll listen, I, like, like an addition, but he liked it. He liked right. it in and, and then they worked together a few times uh, right. after the Beatles split up. So, Paul, thanks very much uh, for playing live. I really appreciate that. Thank you. Um, and you've picked a set list for me tonight and as I say, uh, when you sent it through to me I thought, God, I might just stay at home and listen to this show but Paul doesn't <laughs> actually need me here um, the next one, the wonderful Sam Cooke you've picked a change is going to come what, what made you pick uh, this track? That, that, sadly, that, that song is as relevant today as it was back in the 60s oh, um, absolutely nothing much seems to have changed with the message and the sentiment and what he wants to see happen for the black community is 
it still needs to happen. It still needs to happen. Um, uh, a lot of the anti-racism, I think, over the years has been window dressing uh, uh, for me. But I, I'm not getting political. No. I'll no. leave that to someone I've yeah, I, I leave that to... Uh, uh, it's a classic uh, song and classic it's still song. relevant. That's the point. Yeah, I mean, I've seen you picked. I, I was lucky enough to, to have Rhoda Dakar on my show a couple of years ago and she did a version of this, which is great. Yeah. Really good. Uh, but this, this is... Absolutely magnificent. So yeah. thanks very much for yeah. picking that, Paul. Um, this is a wonderful Sam Cook on Cam Glenn Radio, and this is A Change Is Gonna Come.
Yeah, Tuesday night, uh, you'll get uh, my good friend Jared at nine o'clock, and the same for that with the wonderful Sam Cook. A change is going to come. Uh, I see that's a choice of my studio guest tonight, Paul O'Brien. Uh, Paul, thanks so much for coming in. Thank you. Um, as I say, we're on the home straight. I don't know how your Fridays went, but mine's just dragged a little bit. But this uh, last hour and ten minutes has been by in the blink of an eye. Yeah, it's been fast. So uh, what, what I've been sort of trying to pick your brain on, a few things. Uh, this uh, fictional uh, dinner. Um, yeah. So we've got you, uh, we've got Clint Eastwood. Yeah. Um, any thoughts at this point in the show of any other guests, these two Willy Wonker type chairs, <laughs> tickets? Un- unsurprisingly, it would have to be Bruce Springsteen would be the next oh, guest. Oh, yeah, uh, absolutely. I'd love to pick his brains and... Because he does look like the kind of guy who would just you would get on with, doesn't he? It looks like a. Uh, and I know he's a multi millionaire now, uh, but but I think you could have a right good chat with him. I think you could, and there was some. I don't know if you've seen the pictures on social media, yeah, or out and about anyway during that last tour. He, he dropped in a few places you just wouldn't expect him to be. Uh, he went into a pub in Ireland, and you yeah. know had a Guinness, and and I thought to myself, imagine sitting in a pub. And Bruce Springsteen walks in. <laughs> yeah, it would right. be one of these ones where you'd go, can he be? Just Aye. can he be? Aye. Aye, so Clint Eastwood, Bruce Springsteen and Paul O'Brien. I mean, how long are you booking this table for? <laughs> couple of months. <laughs> couple of months. <laughs> At least. <laughs> because I know if, if I if I had something like that, um, I think it would just be a huge big bag of crisps in the middle. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I would be wanting to interrupt to buy... Uh, start our main course and dessert. Right. I would just, just want to talk. talk to these guys. Right. It would right. be one of the ones. Maybe dinner's not the right set. Maybe just four big armchairs round a fire, right. sipping a good uh, something of your choice. Well, uh, Jack Daniels or something like that. Not that I drink it, but it just seems to spring. To it mind. sounds springs to mind. Eh? That's great. So thanks very much. Um, so um, the next one, nineteen seventy four. Um, you've picked Paul McCartney and Wings uh, Band on the Run what made you pick this particular track it's just a classic song that everybody knows it's, it's, I think it's like three or four songs in one song aye uh, it's just I don't think anybody really done that before no um, and he'd done it superbly well and of course it's got that sort of you know sort of uh, that very well known video that accompanied it as well yeah. at the time uh, with the name checking going yeah. on with it but it's just it's a great song strong song it was uh, McCartney's best McCartney's his best and uh, I think it came it was about 74-ish I think it came out and you know between 70 and 74 he wasn't the most popular Beatle in the world he no. was perceived in certain corners as being the Beatle that kind of rocked the boat and no. split the Beatles up and uh, I think it took a couple of albums to get that kind of get them back in the straight and narrow. There was some great stuff on the early mm-hmm. um, McCartney one and Ram and mm-hmm. Wildlife and all that. But when he got to Band on the Run, he hit his stride, didn't he? He really hit his stride, and uh, and he, he openly acknowledges that now that it was a real kind of watershed mm-hmm. for him in terms. I mean, you set yourself a fairly high bar if you're mm. Paul McCartney and mm. you've been part of Lennon and McCartney and been part of the Beatles. But I'm absolutely delighted you picked this one. There's, uh, this is the classic version from the, the album. Um, 
of the same name. This is the wonderful Paul McCartney Wings and Camglen Radio. Uh, see, uh, relax, enjoy, and turn this up real loud when it gets to when he brings the full band in. But he sets it up beautifully as Paul McCartney, only Paul McCartney can. This is Paul McCartney Wings and Band on the Run.
Yes, fabulous Paul McCartney and Wings. That's Band on the Run uh, from the Band on the Run album. Uh, as I see, I'm Brian Burns, Camlin Radio 107.9 FM's Friday night. Uh, about 40 minutes to go. That's like around till 8 o'clock. You've got the wonderful Stephen Payton. 8 till 10. I'm joined uh, live in the studio tonight with a good friend, singer-songwriter uh, Paul O'Brien. Uh, I'm going to pass you over to Studio 2 and Paul's going to give us another one of his tracks. Take it away, Paul. Thanks, Brian. Um, this is the last of the three songs I'm going to play tonight. Uh, the darkness is lifted and I'm going to sing, uh, sing something a bit more uplifting to finish off. This is what I would call my version of a, a road trip song. It's, it's uh, about a guy escaping his past into a positive future. He's driving along the US highway, open-top car, listening to his music and listening specifically to a couple of his favourite artists on there. So this this song is called As The Radio Plays. sun's beating down as I'm leaving town Burn rubber on the asphalt leave behind demons I fought Silhouette of welcome sign is my rear mirror goodbye Tearing down Highway taking Me out of town The road shows The way As the radio Plays Springsteen And Mellon Camp Reminded me just who I am as the radio plays I was born to run from a small town too many folks bringing me down dollars in your pocket the measure of a man remembered how to stand and be my own man Springsteen and Melon King. 
live in Cam Glen Radio and that's his song as the radio plays. I'm Brian Byrne, this is Cam Glen Radio 107.9 FM. Uh, I'm going to, the next track I'm going to play be announced today, the, the death of Tony Bennett, 96 years young. Uh, he's, he's not been recording for a while. He was uh, diagnosed with dementia in I think 2016 and um as I say, he sold millions and millions of albums. Um, it was uh, one of these uh, classic crooners. Um, I'm going to play a track he did with a, the late great Amy Winehouse, which was released on her album Lioness Hidden Treasures. Um, they did a, a track together, Tony Bennett and Amy Winehouse. Uh, they did a version of the classic song Body and Soul, which, as I say, is a real um, tribute to them both. Um, because you see, it's a great song. Tony Bennett passed away, and this was uh, Amy Winehouse's last ever recording. It's going to play this beautiful ballad for you tonight on Cam Glen Radio as tribute to Tony Bennett. Uh, see, this is Body and Soul. <laughs> My heart is sad and lonely For you I sigh For you dear only Why haven't you seen it? I'm all for you, body and soul I spent my days in a hunger And wondering why it's been wrong I tell you, I mean it I'm all for you, body and soul I can't believe it It's hard to conceive it That you turn away romance Are you pretending It looks like the ending Unless I could have One more chance to pretend My life a wreck you're making You know I'm yours But just a ticket 
Tony Bennett and that's Amy Winehouse that's Body and Soul that's off her posthumous album Lioness and Hidden Treasures uh, the late great Amy Winehouse I'm Brian Byrne this is Cam Glenn Radio 107.9 FM about half an hour of the show to go stick around to the top of the hour and you'll get the fabulous Stephen Payton 8 till 10 the guy that knows more about music than Wikipedia uh, I'm joined by another superstar uh, Paul uh, O'Brien I've known Paul for over 30 years uh, I was trying to work out what our combined age was, but then I thought, if I work that out, I'm going to shoot myself. We can't count that high. Can't count that high. I don't have a calculator that yeah. big. Uh, so, Paul, thank you so much for giving up a bit of your Friday night. It's been a pleasure. Uh, re- for really appreciate it. As I say, we've been trying to do this for a while. So, uh, a few things, uh, as I say, I've been kind of picking your brain as, as the show went on um, in terms of uh, your music. And as I say, in terms of music as an influence in you, what, what, what was your... Your first gig that you were ever at, you remember? First gig I was ever at, I think it would have been Roxy Music. Roxy, wow. Uh, I think that Roxy Music. So when would that be? Times. That would have been 74. No. 74. I mean, the, the height of the powers. Aye. That was, the, that was the stranded country life. Where was yeah. that? Uh, so that was at the Apollo. At the Glasgow Apollo? Aye, aye. Oh, fabulous. Oh, wow. Brand new, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, I, I, was, I only went maybe, I think I went three times to the Apollo before it shut down, and it is a a serious venue. It's a, a real shame, you know, that, that, uh, that it's, it's no longer... Bite, it's still not there. It was a great venue. Great venue. But you saw Blondie there as well. You've seen Blondie? Uh, I mean, I don't know if you... Recently they did a thing in Sky Arts where they showed Blondie at the Glasgow Apollo, so uh, it might have been that too, or in been, the uh, 70s sometime. Uh, uh, could well be. Oh, fantastic. And then obviously that's no longer there. Um, you know, in terms of going out to see music, um, what what would you say would be your favourite venue you've ever been to? Well, well, Murrayfield is is where I saw Springsteen in the end, the end of May. I didn't think that would be as good as it it would be because of the size of the place, uh-huh. but it was fabulous. But if I'm being honest, if I was asked now at this mature age uh-huh. where I would prefer to go and listen to somebody, it would probably be the Royal Concert Hall in Glasgow. So, aye, because I like that intimate atmosphere. It's, it's a it's a lovely. Venue. I know. I, 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 I think I'm in the same page as yourself, Paul. Uh, uh, last weekend, because it was a kind of anniversary of Live Aid, I dug out the the discs from then, 
and the, the, some of the performances I'd forgot about, which is great. And it was I was remembering them, but all I could think of in my pajamas on my couch in the, my comfy house was. There's too many people there. Oh, There's too many people <laughs> there. And, uh, they say, it's got to uh, be an age thing. It's it? got to be an age thing. <laughs> I, know, I went to see um, Bernard Butler, uh, Norman Blake and James Grant at St Luke's um, maybe last year sometime. Was it last year or the year before? I think it was maybe recently. Let's call it recently. And I, and I walked in. It was a Sunday night. And I've never been so pleased to see a set of chairs in my whole life. <laughs> I walked in, and if anybody was kind of watching me on a CCTV, they could just seen this old guy go, his shoulders just going, yes. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the concert hall I've been to, I think I've only been there once, to be honest. Who did you see there? Can you remember? Uh, Brian Ferry. Saw Brian Ferry there a couple of times. Wow. Uh, and funnily enough, I actually saw Tony Bennett there years ago. Um, I kind of mean the long, but again, he was still at the height of his powers. But uh, so I've seen Tony Bennett and I've seen Brian Ferry twice there. Um, so uh, great, great, great guy. I mean, to be honest, at my age now, Glastonbury, I don't think I'd be welcome turning up with a house coat and a pair of carpet slippers. Well, to Glastonbury, do you? They're, no, I, I'm, I'm, our band's playing at Butte Fest next week, and it's going to be, oh, it's nice. going to be great. It's going to be uh, great. It's going to be great. I'm, I'm repeating that right. just to convince myself. But I'm, try, I'm, I'm, I'm going way at my comfort zone, Paul, and I'm camping oh, yeah. for two nights. And, uh, I've, and, and, and again, I was out with a few friends a couple of weeks ago, and I said I'd never been to a festival. And right. it was like a, it was like some kind of Mexican wave round the table. You've never been to a festival? I said, no. You've never been to a festival? No. <laughs> you haven't been to a festival? I said, no, I haven't. So next week... Um, you know, this could be my last live show because I, I, I don't know how, how I'm going to cope, A, under a tent, and B, I, I camped when I was a scout, which was in right. 1982 or 81. Right. So it's been it's not been that recent that I've, right. I've slept. It's a popular festival, that, though. Uh, yeah. My daughter-in-law's family, and she and her family come from Rossi, so they're, they're well accustomed to that. Yeah, because we're playing on the Saturday and one of my favourite artists is on later on. I love Horse McDonald. Uh-huh. She's on full band with strings and I literally can't wait to... I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to playing, uh-huh. but to see Horse live, fabulous. I've seen her support BB King at the Playhouse. She's she's just brilliant. Uh-huh. I love her. So anyway, I ramble on. Our time's chasing us out the door. Um Next guy you picked, Jackson Brown. I've got to thank you for picking Jackson Brown. I fell down a rabbit hole during the week when you sent me your playlist, <laughs> listening to his stuff. Oh, oh he's great, so you've it? picked one of his tracks in which we're going to play. What what made you pick Jackson and what made you pick this track? Well, again, Jackson is, is, is a powerful singer-songwriter uh, right back from the, the early 70s. Uh, he's got a great body of work. Again, I, I could have picked a few of his songs, but yeah. Sky Blue and Black... Is this is probably the album track? There's a, there's a version he does live just in the piano, which I love. Yeah. But it's a strong, strong song. I think it's one of the the, the most romantic songs I've heard. To be honest with you. Brilliant. Uh, about the loss, the loss of love. It's it's a really, really good track. Brilliant. This is uh, Jackson Brown on Canglen Radio, and this is Sky Blue and Black.
And they're calling out to one another And the lovers up and down the strand And the sound of the waves And the cries of the seagulls circling the sand And the fragments of the songs Carried down the wind from some radio And the murmuring of the city In the distance ominous and low I hear the sound of a world And the far too simple beauty of the promises we made If you ever need holding Call my name and I'll be there If you ever need holding And no holding back I'll see you through the sky You're the color of the sky with 
reflected each storefront window pane. You're the whispering and the sighing of my tires in the rain. You're the hidden cost and the thing that's lost in everything I do. Fabulous Jackson Brown on Cam Glen Radio. He's uh, an absolute magnificent artist, huge body of work. Um, and I see that's my studio guest tonight's uh, pick, Sky Blue and Black. Check out Jackson Brown and you will not be sorry. Uh, see, I'm Brian Byrne. This is Cam Glen Radio, 107.9 FM. About 10 minutes to go. I'm going to hand you over to the wonderful Stephen Payton at the top of the hour. And he will take you through till 10 o'clock. I'm joined with my studio guest, Paul O'Brien. Paul, as I say, thank you so much for giving up a bit of your Friday night. I've really enjoyed it. Uh, I've got a couple more from you, and then I'm going to play a, a, a couple more after that, and then we're off into the night. The next one is... Uh, I actually had my, uh, my Aunt Anne on um, a few years back, and she's an Elvis fanatic. Oh. And um, there's certain things where you can only have certain amount of songs by a certain artist where you know over a two-hour period so she had to pick four elvis songs right i had nearly exploded <laughs> um and as yeah. i say so you've picked an absolute sensational song what, what, yeah. made, what made you pick uh, this elvis one it's, it's it's a powerfully emotional song uh and again it was of its time uh, i think it was a message that had to be had to be said, and Elvis was the man to, to say it, and he just sings it with such feeling oh. and such emotion. And to be fair, Brian, no playlist could be complete without an Elvis number. Totally agree. Totally agree. Uh, I'm going to play that tonight, Paul. Thank you so much for picking Elvis on the show, and particularly, personally, from my point of view, picking this particular tune. Uh, this is a wonderful Elvis Presley on Cam Glenn Radio, and this is If I Can Dream. Must be lights burning brighter somewhere. Got to be birds flying higher in a sky more blue. If I can dream of a better land where all my brothers walk hand in hand, tell me why. Oh, why? Oh, why can't my 
and understanding sometime. Strong winds of promise that will blow away the doubt and fear. If I can dream of a warmer sun where hope keeps shining on everyone, tell me why. Fabulous Elvis Presley on Cam Glen Radio and If I Can Dream. I've been joined by an equally fabulous Paul O'Brien. Paul, we're just going to finish off your part of the show. One more track, but I'm just going to finish off your um, round the the big log fire in the okay. sleepy pub in, in the Highlands. Oh, in the Highlands, sounds nice. Yeah, well, you're around the big log fire. You've got Bruce Springsteen, you've got Clint Eastwood, you've got you, you've got a bottle of Jack Daniels. And who's your final guest? Well, at the risk of being sexist, it's going to turn into a guy's night a out. A guy's night uh, out. And the last one is no longer worth us. It would have to be Humphrey Bogart. Wow. Um, he was a classic actor. I always, loved, I always thought he was so classy, so stylish. Ahead of his time. To the extent I think he would fit in now. Ah, totally. Seamlessly as an actor. Yeah. I'd love to speak to him just about his life. and Because I've read books about him. And terrific so, actor. So it might not be the one night. It may be a long weekend. Yes. As yes. I say, Paul, thank Maybe you. Maybe the lost weekend. A lost weekend. Yeah. Once you get through that bottle of Jack Daniels, that could be a lost <laughs> weekend. So thank you so much for coming on. Thanks, bro. I uh, really appreciate it. And your last track, um, classic Beatles track. Any particular reason you picked that one? This is a standout track for me um, from artists who wrote something with such apparent wisdom when they were so young. Yeah. It's like a song that somebody my age might write totally. and, and, and sing. But they managed to be able to do that back then. Uh, terrific song. Uh, I can imagine Paul McCartney singing it today. Today. And it could be like he wrote it last week. Uh, this is Brilliant Beatles on Cam Glenn Radio. This is from 1965 off the album Rubber Soul. This is In My Life. <laughs> ¶¶ 
There are places I remember into the night thank you to my guest Paul O'Brien uh, I'm going to leave you with uh, some Paolo Nettini some Echo and the Bunnymen but first up uh, released uh, in this week in 1986 The Fabulous Smiths I'll be back with you next week whatever you get planned over the weekend take care of yourselves and uh, I'm going to leave you with The Smiths Panic on the Streets of London bye for now
And now for something completely different. Resurrected from the ashes of the millennia. Millennium trance. Trance, but not as we've known it. Every Saturday. 9pm until midnight. Upbeat rhythmic sounds of the millennium era. Only on Cam Glenn Radio.
have an event or activity happening in Campus Lang or Rutherglen, let us know. Email whatson at camglenradio.org. And for more events in your community, visit camglenradio.org slash local. Harsh reality 